0: turn up the radio and sing along it's time for another great song this is the great song podcast seasons greetings and welcome once again to the great song podcast i'm rob alley this is jp Mosier. hey you sound informal today that's right and and we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history we're gonna tell you what makes them great why we think they're awesome and why you should too jp how are you doing today, man? I'm
1: doing fantastic. Just celebrated my seventh year wedding anniversary yesterday. Congratulations! So today, we're going to a magic show. Oh! To a place called House of Cards, wow. where, where they fix uh, dinner for you, and they have these people that come around and just do magic tricks. My wife's a huge magic fan, so we're excited. So you can better believe there will be rabbits coming out of hats. Oh, And why no do word. I say rabbits coming out of hats? Man, I wish I had one of those. Oh, man.
0: Your wishes are... I don't know. <laughs> Your wishes are Skilo's command. That's right. Cuz today we're talking about the 1995 single I Wish by the man Skilo. I in. can't wait. Let's Here get we into go. it.
2: Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat, six point four. 6 father. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leo. She because she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time everywhere I go, and even in my dreams, I can scheme a ways to make her mine. Because I know she's living fat. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball, so how am I going to compete with that? Cause when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be picked, and some cases never poop it off. So I just lean up on the wall. Or sit up in the bleachers With the rest of the girls who came to watch them manball. Dad, y'all, I never understood black the dots, get the fly girls, and me I get the hood rats. I tell them scats, kiddos, the bobble. Got hit with a body, and put in a hospital, but dog in that mess. I confess it's a shame when you livin' in a city that's the size of a box. And nobody knows your name. Glad I came to my senses. Like quick, quick, got sick, sick to my stomach. Overcome by thoughts. Of
0: you better believe it's back to the 90s, but I feel like I'm on an outdoor basketball court. No, oh, you know Anytime it. I see this, anytime I hear this song, I think I'm on a concrete basketball court with a metal net, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking chain Chains net. around, yeah. you got the
1: gate around.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it, I guess it's in the it it comes out immediately. I Tiny wish was a Baller board. set the video is kind of set on a on a court uh at least partially. So maybe that's what it is, but and I feel like that was like Middle school was like my basketball heyday, <laughs> uh, which is embarrassing because if you've ever seen me play basketball, you would think you would realize that I never actually had a heyday. <laughs> but like I had a court, I had a, I had a I had a goal in my driveway, you know, neighborhood dunk contest. Uh-huh. They happened Lower at my house. Down to seven foot. Absolutely, uh, game that, on. that went down at my house. I had me the little too. the little miniature uh, basketballs that you could palm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That were like did team you have remember what yours were? I had a Chicago Bulls. Oh win. yeah, I had Come the red and black, and yeah. then I had the I had the blue and black Orlando Magic okay that was yeah mm-hmm, absolutely what was your dunk of if, what's your go-to right now? oh man that was the era for me of the Harold minor 360 okay. windmill yeah yeah okay. you remember that from the dunk contest absolutely yeah. i would probably do um over the face shirt yeah isaiah rider okay you know isaiah though? rider and i think isaiah rider is also the one that i could try and pull off occasionally if we were down at seven foot i don't think i could do this at eight uh, but the I think it was Isaiah Ryder also that did the between-the-legs windmill. Okay, you remember that? You go, yeah. Uh, yeah, good times. Me Let's and Rob go. are going to go play what? on the yeah. seven-foot goal. That's all right. right. We're going to pause this. We'll be back in a second. Wait for the video. We're going to go play. If we come back huffing and puffing, 21. Like, we're yeah. going to talk about <laughs> the greatest thing ever. It's because we ran one time. That's right. Skilo inspiring us to, uh, to burn some energy and get some That's exercise, right. <laughs> which doesn't happen very much. Kansas didn't do that. You know what I <laughs> mean? Okay. Like, they inspired me to go to a wheat field. It's funny we talked about how Kansas's song almost didn't make the cut.
1: This episode almost didn't make the podcast cut. This was the last one that we threw in for this season. Yeah, we had something else planned. We had, and we had, we're like, you know what? Let's do Ski Lo. Rob sent it to me, and I was like, yes, (laughs) absolutely.
0: Yeah, man. This is just one of those, there's nobody that doesn't like this song. You know what I'm saying? Like, this Uh song hits everybody Uh because it connects with everybody. Sure. Everybody wishes so many of these same things, maybe not specifically that they could get with Leoshi, but like, everybody wishes they were a little bit taller taller, or shorter. If you're
1: ridiculously tall,
0: yeah, maybe, but that's like zero point, whatever percent of everybody wishes they were a little bit taller. And a baller. Everybody wishes they could go on the court. Like everybody has these say, I wish I had a brand new car. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like all this stuff, this gets in everybody's feels on some level. Everybody connects with this song. Uh, I'm so excited to do it. I love it so much from the 1995 album of the same title. I wish, um, Hit number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 15 in the UK, top five in several European countries, certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America, uh, and it was nominated for Best Rap Solo Performance Grammy in 1996. More on that a little later. I'll tell you something about this song that
1: automatically makes you do things is (laughs) Rob is doing the right-hand gangsta pump yeah everything he's describing it y'all can't see it but he's he's straight up hood right
0: now it's true i'm straight up hood right now it's (laughs) a (laughs) man we are straight up hood uh this song is uh you know it's funny this is another one of those songs it came from this is in the middle of like the gangster rap era right this is not gangster rap it comes from like the cradle of gangster rap Mm -hmm. the south los angeles uh, all that, all that, uh, the two one three, if you will. You've got Compton and Long Beach, Crenshaw, South L.A. That whole, you know, that whole thing. Um, and so this comes from that, but it is not that, right? It's like, it's it's talking about problems, you know what I mean? Uh, but they're, um, but it's done in sort of a positive, it's, playful. And there's no profanity. Like if right. we
1: cover every other gangster rap song that we cover yeah. we will have to edit right you don't have to edit anything at no this. you can put it on with your seven year old child yeah. and sit around and talk about things that you wish you yeah had.
0: and i do my kids love this song there you go it's great you can just you know it's it's fun it's got that sort of like early era playfulness of like fresh prints mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that kind of stuff similar like, like we talked Prince. about on the summertime episode kind yeah of um yeah um, so it's, it's got that going for it. And I think maybe that adds to its sort of universality that everybody likes this song. There's, you, you can't really find fault with, I wish, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's one of the things that just it gets you bouncing immediately. That horn riff at the oh, beginning, yeah. which we'll talk about, uh, is amazing. And it, and it just puts you in a good place right away. Um, it was released on Skilo's 20th birthday. March, oh, I didn't know that. March 27th, 1995. Um, and uh, in the golden age of gangster rap, this was kind of a ray of sunshine. You know, it's lighthearted. makes you feel good. And guess what? Guess what? Again, I'm tired of saying this. It wasn't supposed to be on the record. <laughs> Again with this. It was just something that, like, Skilo had in his brain. And he had some record execs uh, in a car with him on the way to a show. And he started rapping it over a beat that was going on in the car. And they were like, what? is that, that you're doing right now? And he's just, you know, it's just a thing. They're like, why is this not on the record? They skipped the show that they were on the way to. Like, it was his show. They <laughs> skipped it, made a U-turn, and went straight to the studio to to lay it down. Well, I mean, like, how
1: many people have been in that show anyway? Like, 12? Like, I, nobody knew. I don't know. This is yeah. the only thing
0: I know by a ski Yeah, ski had Yeah, he had a local reputation okay. at that point. You know what I mean? He was playing the uh, – there's a specific club that he named – uh, that was like where you went in South LA to sort of make a name for yourself. Um, and so he played that club regularly, but outside of that, he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't known, um, but he was, you know, the album was literally done and they, Added this in, wow. shoehorned it. It becomes the single, and it it catapults him to a Grammy nomination for for best rap solo performance mm-hmm. in the in the golden age of like hip hop R and B. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? When it's like really coming into national prominence, Dre, Snoop, yeah, everything's everything. starting to peak right then. Yeah. Um, and by the way, he says everything in the song, and 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 everything he ever says on record. This is what he said is true, down to the names. That means Leoshi, Leoshi is, is real. Wow. Leoshi was a real girl that he had a I wonder, crush on. Oh, she's the girl in the video. She is. That's awesome. At the beginning when it's when she shows when he says I wish I was like 6 foot 9 so I could get with Leoshi, that's Leoshi in the that's video. So cool. Dude, I did not know that? That's awesome. It also makes me it also makes me want to uh Make a like it makes me think of Yoshi from Mario. <laughs> I want to put like skilo's head on Mario riding on Yoshi yeah. <laughs> and like just a shirt that says Leoshi and see if anybody even gets oh, it. Funny. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we could put it on our Merch thing and the two shirts that we've sold. Maybe yeah, that would be number three. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, Leoshi's real. That made me feel so good to know. Like That's it's good. not just a made up name. She's f- there actually was a Leoshi. Um, That's probably the only Leoshi I know. The only time I've ever heard that name. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and he is married now, but not to Leoshi. Oh, Didn't man. work out. He wasn't her type. I mean, uh, she, she's she, too short. She told him to his face. Yeah, yeah. you're not my type. So, um, sorry. But uh, it created this beautiful masterpiece. Uh, released and distributed by Scotty Brothers Records. I know mm-hmm. we've got some info on this. Yeah. Uh, this is the same label that launched Leaf Garrett, yep. Survivor, and my boy, Weird Al Yankovic. Absolutely. Um so Scotty Brothers got bought out and now belongs to Sony. A- actually actually it's like this. Scotty Brothers became hold on. <sighs> Scotty Brothers became All-American Music Group after becoming associated with All-American Television slash All-American Communications. In 1997, Pearson PLC bought All-American Communications and sold Scotty Brothers assets to Zomba Records subsidiary Volcano Entertainment, which is owned by Epic Records, a division of Sony Entertainment. There you go. Got it? That's how we got just there. Just simple music business Those stuff. All
1: the, always, I know everybody that listens, listens with a pen and paper, yeah. so you just wrote down the tree.
0: Yeah. So there you go. Absolutely. That's that's It's as it's, it's, Easy as that. Right. The music business is so simple. You know, <laughs> it's just so few moving parts. Uh, you got anything on Scotty Brothers that you want to mention? Well, I, I, if we're gonna do the Weird Al thing, you're gonna talk about the You're Pitiful dispute? Did
1: sure you write that down? You got do go it, about that. So there was Weird Al had a he's known for parodies, sure. um, did a You're pitiful, which was a take on James, James Blunt. Blunt's You're yeah. Beautiful, mm-hmm. um, but the record label of James Blunt, then Atlantic, said it was too early in his career for a parody. And they feared that your pitiful would overshadow your beautiful stupid mistake. stupid thing. Um, so Weird Al ended up re- releasing it online as a free download, right. and he released in place of that because they needed a, a number. Of, they did he did white and nerdy yeah. on that one, um, which is parody of ride and dirty, and that became his biggest his yeah
0: ever. like biggest hit ever. Um, I also that's the one song that like. Normally, if like Weird Al, you don't have to do this for parodies under the law, you don't have to ask permission. But he always always does, which is and he asked James Blunt, and James Blunt was fine with it, but But the label label wouldn't allow it, and that's why he released it for free Mm -hmm. online. Uh, was because Blunt didn't have a problem with it, it was just the label and red tape and blah 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 blah. So, uh, as always, respect and love to Weird Al, we will interview you one day. We're We're coming,
1: we'll get there, we're coming for you. Um, another thing, they actually that Scotty Brothers actually produced and distributed Baywatch.
0: Do you know that? That is, yes. When they were a part of uh, All-American yep. Television. Uh, that's right. Baywatch and I think Baywatch Nights, okay. uh, which I, I guess know. was like a spinoff. I, I don't Maybe. even remember. Um, let's. You want to talk about the sample or you want to save yeah, that for yeah, the no, band? That, that's
1: good. Okay. Uh, sampled Spinning by Bernard Wright.
0: Yeah. Let's, uh, let's play a little bit out of that okay. because uh, it, it's one of those things
1: where... Um, I wouldn't have known it was a sample. Like, it's not... I don't think it's true. A, it's not... You think? Yeah, I couldn't. You didn't get far enough into the song,
0: then. Okay. If you didn't hear the sample, the sample is is definitely there. Okay. Uh, and it, but it's one of those things where I, I started listening to it and and I thought, is this? I had that same thought. I was like, S- sometimes when you're researching samples and stuff online, you'll find stuff that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. Like people say, oh, this has a sample from blah 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 blah, and you go listen to it. And it's like that is not, that's not that right. Yeah. And so I thought maybe that was the case. Um, but it, no, this is from. from the, this is from the album Nard, Nard. by Bernard Wright. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is the song from spin the spinning. office. So Nard dog. exactly. Yeah, the Nard dog. So it starts out like this. Okay, it's like I don't hear that. Not, you know not that mean? song, right? And so then it things kind of kick in. It gets a little heavier. And it, It's just cool funk. Oh yeah, right? it's like Bernard Wright's a great musician. Jazzy funk, yeah. Jeez. Keys and bass. Son of Roberta Flack, Son of by Roberta the way. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Probably, uh, so it's like okay, this is sort of it's like Jackson Five esque funk, but then you get about ninety seconds into the song and you get you get this. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, and there That's it is The bass like, man helps with it so oh yeah so you you get you get in there right away okay um yeah, it's like it's like what is this? Where are? I we? thought they were saying like the
1: first part was sample. I was like, not at all. No, not at all. I wasn't patient but, enough.
0: Yeah, you get so it's like all of a sudden the gates open up and the glorious light of that <laughs> sample comes through. Um, I, while we're talking about that, I might as well hit a little bit of the theory on it. It's very yeah, war- rare ahead. that you get theory on a rap song that you want to talk about. Yeah, please. But, um, but I wanted to just talk about the chords a little bit because it's a really interesting progression. Mm-hmm. I'll play it one more time uh, so you can you know I will spin it back one more time. Okay, so uh, what you've got here and I I'm going to try my best to play this on my uh me go get a my guitar iPhone keyboard. Uh no, I I think this is the this is the cuz it sounds more right on a keyboard. So okay. what you're hearing is, first of all, you're hearing four major 7 chords. All the voicings are major 7 chords and they're all a major third Away, not all of not all of them major third away from each other, but in sets of major thirds. So it is D major, B flat major. Okay, that's the first two chords you get. So it's. I thought uh, this was over an E. Is it no? No, the original the the Skilo song might be a little bit higher. Okay, I was playing along with my guitar
1: on the Skilo song.
0: So, uh, but the yeah, here's the original, and it's so it's a D major seven. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then you've got a B flat major seven. Okay? It sounds weird on this keyboard. It doesn't sound like... But if you sit down at a piano and play it the way I'm going to tell you to play it in just a second, will. And then you play that same progression exactly, just a half step lower than it started. So it's D major 7, B flat major 7, and then it's D flat major 7, Okay, and then A major 7, which it would be... I can't do it on my phone. Okay? Now... It, sounds different these these voicings but basically the bass in the left hand is going d b flat d flat a okay it's a weird you don't everything about this progression is weird but it sounds beautiful it's awesome it's 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 a d major chord going to a b flat major chord which is a full third hop down which you don't normally those voicings wouldn't fit that and then going up to d flat to a okay all major seven chords so your your bass or your left hand is playing d b flat d flat a and the right hand is playing like a second inversion g flat or f sharp minor to a d minor and then an f minor d flat minor over those bass notes uh if you sit down at a piano and think through that it will make sense okay second inversion means that the fifth of the chord is on bottom and it goes fifth root third um so for all the for all the music theory folks sitting out there uh, practicing for your uh, music theory finals, you can use this as a challenge to yourself. Um, it's weird in the right hand because while the bass is moving down, and what my ear really latches onto is the horn line that goes. Bah-da, bah-da. Um, part of the right hand chord is actually coming up. The top note of the right hand triad stays the same, so it goes. I can't. I can't do it on this on this piano, but the top note just goes. I'll play okay. same note. And then, yeah. Or, um, or down. The middle note of the chord moves down a half step, and the low note actually moves up a half step. So when you see the chords on the piano and you start to play it, you kind of see this, this pattern emerge. Um, really interesting. The best, by far, the best theory section we've had on a, on a, rap song? On, on a hip-hop song yeah. so far. Yeah, I think even better than Summertime had the sample from uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, but it was one note that moved up four octaves. <laughs> So that was yeah, good. I Very like cool. that theory section, Ryan. How about Skilo bringing the theory?
1: Yeah, you're definitely going to dominate the our uh, wheelhouse of sections because the meet the band section on this. <laughs> let's play the jingle, but here it goes. <laughs> let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band.
2: Let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the
1: band. Um, we're gonna meet the band. <laughs> kind of. Sort uh, of. Yeah, sort of uh on key did the keyboard work on this with a lady named Ann Dudley. Um she did mainly scores uh, for the Full Monty and Les Mis. And she's most notable now for her six, successful sampling band, The Art of Noise. Oh. Um and I'm gonna all these people that are tied in with the Meet the Band section are attributed as writers. Yeah. So like some will be, you know, most notably on keys, but they're all grouped together.
0: And I believe that is because Because of the samples. They they were they were
1: recorded on the samples. On the originals, right? yeah. And so, legally... You they have, have to, to re- get writing credit. Yeah. The sax part is played by a guy named... And all the horns pretty much are played by a guy named Al Flythe. Um, on bass, a guy named Trevor Horn, most not- notably of mm. the Buggles. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to talk about him because I want to... I, on our last season ever in <laughs> 20,050, we got to do Video Killed the Radio Star yeah. in, our last epi- in our last season. Absolutely. So there's a little teaser for that. Um, he also did some stuff with Yes and Seal, but we'll save him for another day. Uh, Malcolm McLaren, um, has a song called Buffalo Gals that this is also a sample of on there. Um, there's some sample parts in that as well. So he gets credit on here. He was the manager of the bands, the New Yorkers and the Sex Pistols also did some stuff with Yanni Bootsy Collins and Jeff Beck. Um, (laughs) one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and then Skilo, I mean, Antonio Roundtree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, not really much on him other than this song. Yeah. And pretty much all you need is this. It's true. Uh, number one MTV music videos and Grammy nominations converted to Islam.
0: Yep. Other than that, that's pretty much the meet the band section. Yeah. Uh, there's not, you know, with hip hop, it's kind of a different, different thing band-wise, especially since a lot of, a lot of the foundation of hip hop is samples. We've talked to, kind of in length about that before on a different episode. Um, I still think it's cool. Every time, I hear, every time I hear a sample and then hear the original, I just love it so that's much. Great. It makes me love both songs. Yeah, me more. too.
1: It it uh, it it
0: ups my respect for both tunes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and to be able to go to hear that, you know, because that's kind of in the middle of a song, and to go, man, that would be great over a beat. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. Like I would love to rap over that. I, you know, I've heard one song in my life that I thought. I would love to sample this song and put a beat over it and let somebody let somebody rap over it. Uh, it's actually a Sting song. There's a Sting song called "Mad About You." I love that song. Oh my Cages. goodness! Yeah. Okay, can I play it?
1: Yes, please. Okay.
0: This is the song that I want to. This is the song that I want to sample. While you're looking up that sample, you know what the story is about?
1: No. Nope. It's about David and Bathsheba. <gasps> There's some more love for it. Really? Yes.
0: Man. This is for no. those of
1: you biblical scholars out there that listen to our podcast, think about that as when you listen to this song. This is so good. Listen love to this, this groove
0: when it kicks in and just think of just think of somebody riding in, like pimped out as, as not, not gangsta in the way in like nineties, not NWA gangster, but Jay Z gangster, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a gangster because I own corporations. This guy's smooth. Okay? Yeah, listen to this. Come on. Just flow over this. Go freestyle. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, Anyway, listen to this underneath. Scroll, scroll from Jerusalem. I walk mile
2: in the Tell me that wouldn't be—tell
0: me that wouldn't be just filthy with somebody spitting bars over the top of it. That would be so dirty, man.
1: Those of you rappers that listen to us because of the Skilo album, there's your gift. There you They're go. Like,
0: oh man, That's thank right. you guys. Find that sample and make that money, and then sponsor us. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> dude. How amazing would it be to be sponsored by an artist instead of a company? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like th- this, you know, this month's episode is it's sponsored by Antonio Roundtree. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Thanks to thanks to Skilo, our sponsor with his brand man. new album. Black Blah, 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 That's blah, right. blah. Let's, let's shoot for that. One day. There we yeah, go. Let's shoot for that. Um, okay, let's talk about the 1996 Best Rap Solo Performance Grammy. Okay? Okay. For which this song was nominated. All right? I Wish was nominated for the Best uh, Rap Solo what Performance Grammy. beat it? Gangster's Grammy. Paradise? Listen, just listen to this list of Grammy nominees okay. in '96 for this category. Okay? Yes, it did lose to Gangster's Paradise. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about Rolling Stone calling 1984 Pop's Greatest Year. We mentioned that in the uh, Cindy Lauper episode. Um, could that be said about hip hop in 1996? Could that? Could 1996 be, be the greatest year? Hip hop's okay. greatest year. I'm gonna play a little bit of each of these nominees and just sit back and see how many feels you catch over the next couple minutes. Okay, these are the uh, 1996 Best Rap Solo Performance Grammys. First of all, we've already caught feels from Skilo. Immediate feels, right? Then you've got. Tupac with the song "Dear Mama." This will give it to you right away. Happy Mother's Day. You all appreciate it. Come on. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. Seventeen years old, kicked out on the streets. Yeah. Back
2: at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take take my my mama's
0: mama's place. place. Suspended from school. Right. To go home. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, and then we move on to the next nominee. You are appreciated. Come on, you are appreciated. You got. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even. I'm not even going to say what the next nominee <laughs> is. I'm just going to play it. Oh, Come on. Shut up. Come on. Goodness gracious. 1996. What Good up? year?
2: Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, I like this
0: oh, Yeah Yeah,
2: yeah. ladies in the place with styling and grace. Come on! Mommies to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. Who uh, rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. The, the back of the club, club. sipping my witness where you find me. The back of the club mackin' uh, my crew's behind me. Uh, Mad question asking, passing music lastin'. But I just can't yeah. quit because one of these homies Biggie got
0: to creep <laughs> with. Right.
2: Sleep with, keep the epic secret. Why yes, not? I, I did more just more pour one out for my, my homies. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> I had to. I got more Mac <laughs> getting in the bed uh, believe me
0: sweetie i got enough this Mac in your I got ear came out in 96 and it did not get nominated like it's legendary and it didn't even make this list that's how big 96 was for hip hop let's let's hit the chorus come on get your hands up
2: throw uh. your hands in the air if
1: you're to the honeys get your money play
0: from us like dummies Okay, so my favorite
1: word in that whole thing is use.
0: Come use,
1: on, use a true player. Use a,
0: use, if use a true player, uh, every time I hear that now, I think of the. You remember the SNL uh, sketch where um, David Spade is standing out in the cold? He's a news anchor, and he's waiting on like they're throwing the shot to him, and he doesn't know it. And so he's <laughs> oh, he's, he's sitting in the snow, thing. and he's keeps. I love the when you come me big. <laughs> pop, <and laughs> pop. And he's just like going to himself. I love it so much. Uh, okay, this one I I don't know. I've always felt like maybe I was a bigger fan of this song than uh, the world other people yeah <laughs> but it's nominated for best rap okay. solo performance so maybe not okay but i feel like of um of his, but this is probably my favorite song that okay. like i shouldn't listen to okay <laughs> uh from the friday soundtrack okay this is keep their heads ringing by the one and only dre <laughs> <laughs> yeah what up this is dr dre the party's going on this goes so hard thank god it's friday Come on. Keep the heads ringing. Ring, ding, dong. Ring-a-ding, ding, ding, dong. Keep yeah. the heads ringing. Ring, ding,
2: dong. Ring-a-ding, ding, ding, dong. Uh, yeah. Hey, you sitting over there. Say what? You better get up out of your chair. That's right. And work your body down. Yeah. No time to funk around, cause we don't. Funk you right on up. So get up, get a move on. And get your it's the D-R-E, the spectacular In a party I go for your neck so call me Come
1: on, that, If your neck dude, and shoulders haven't been moving uh, for the past 12 minutes. Oh my
0: word. Get off our podcast. Seriously. I mean that no, still, still keep listening. But. That <laughs> That hits so hard. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the hardest hitting rap song I think that I know of. Like it's just something about it. Oh my gosh. And then of course, uh, you have your winner. I mean, come on. 1996. Let's go. As I walk through
2: the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so now that Even my mama, mama, there's mama my reference real That's yeah, true 96, good year a for rap mamas it. <laughs> be treated like a punk, you, you know, know that's a hurdle You better watch how you talking And where you're Hello. 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 Oh, you walking Or you and your homies, homies might be lying, and lying in chalk
0: and Oh really man, to... come on I mean I just want to say I'm going to submit. Find me a better year. That's good. At I least, can. at least based on be- best rap solo performance Grammy nominees. Okay, find me a better year than '96. I defy you. I defy you. Okay, um, man. I co- in the pistol smoke, fool. In the pistol, fool.
1: Come on, the, fool? Come on. gracious.
0: Another great Weird Al parody, by the way, of of Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah, Amish, Paradise, Amish Paradise, Paradise is money, money. Um, Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows <laughs> fool. There it is. I love he's overpronounces fool. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think yeah. my favorite thing in that song is I'm the kind of guy that all you omelets want to be. Omelets. Like, yeah. The good. little omelets. Little omelets yeah. That's good. Uh, <sighs> if you don't want to go driving in a car, a big car, Yeah, let's just go with like a 64 Impala. Oh, let's. Yeah. I- instead of his Pinto. That's right. Before you talk cars, yes. I, my family had a Pinto. Mm. And we upgraded to a Plymouth Horizon. Yeah! (laughs) And we got – it was brown, and I was like, man, this is wonderful – and then we went and bought our family's second Plymouth Horizon. Wow. We had two Plymouth You're Horizons. Double both, dipped. Both used, obviously. Yeah, yeah. One was brown and one was silver. Do they even sell new ones? I think I those come used. come used. They come used. Like, oh, cool. Let's go buy it with 93,000 miles. That's awesome. <laughs> but we had one that had air conditioning. Oh, and wow. I was like, can we please drive the silver car to church because it has air conditioning? <laughs> and they're like, well, we probably want to keep the miles down on it. We don't want to crack the 100 mark. And uh,
0: so we, oh, man plymouth horizon wow well i did some research on this because uh in in listening to this song obviously at the end of the chorus he says i wish i had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six four by the way bat I, i've never understood i feel like that's the one song that, the one word that's out of place in this song a bat is it a baseball bat is it a flying creature bat Yeah. why do you want a bat so bad like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you're talking about basketball he wants to bat I want I want to no, bat no. with us anyway. I don't know, anyway, but yeah. but there's but there are all these references. the The '64 Chevy Impala has long been iconic in the West Coast hip hop community, and which was the like we said, sort of the seat of of the gangster rap. You know, the West Coast anyway, part of it. Um, and so, uh, it's of course been referenced in this song and many others as well, and being seen in like scads of hip-hop videos. I never knew why. I just assumed it was kind of a culture thing, and that was that. Um, but with its connection to the song, I did a little research into how the 6-4, the 6-foe, if you will, okay. if you will, uh, became so tied to hip-hop culture. And I found a fascinating explanation. You want to hear this? Yes, please, roll it. Most of this I'm going to give you comes from an article of all places from the Global Policy Journal called 6 Four: an, emot- uh, an End to Automotive Apartheid." Okay, quite wow. a lofty, quite a lofty oh, title. Yeah. The short version goes like this. Okay. Chevy introduced an all-new Impala model in 1965 with a totally new body style. Okay. Uh, It had nothing in common with the 64. So the 64 was the last of its kind. They announced it really early on in the 1964 model year, and sales of the 64 model suffered because buyers were looking forward to the new new model instead. Okay. There was one Chevy dealership in South Los Angeles at the time, and it was notorious in the black community, which was exploding in population for its policy of not allowing black customers to take test drives. Okay. Oh. Fast forward to July of 1964. Chevy sends a bunch of 64 Impalas out for a big sales event over Independence Day weekend, hoping to unload them before the new models took over, and they were stuck with a bunch of old models. I'm going to quote the article here directly. This meant the first 1964 Impala destined for the event happened to, purely by coincidence, reach the South Los Angeles Chevrolet dealership the same day the Civil Rights Act was signed into law. Holy cow! Holy cow! What in the world? So that car, Riverside Red with a cream interior, was driven by its first owner, the black proprietor of a series of modest retail shops in Vermont Square from Alameda through South Park and Florence. Since then, it has been owned by a string of hip-hop artists and is probably one of the most photographed Impalas in the world. That's awesome. Long story short... The car became a symbol of urban black financial independence, freedom, and masculinity, and started appearing in pop culture as early as the mid-60s, signifying such quoting directly again here from the article the concept of a full-size car from Chevrolet as a first step toward equality may strike readers particularly in Europe as a bizarre and obscure piece of symbolism but the uh, but the ability for a black customer to not only enjoy but to purchase an experience available only to white customers a few years earlier was at the time revolutionary and served as a tangible and conspicuous demonstration of a new degree of social and financial freedom and every music video showing a 6'4", whether it's slammed on bags or murdered out or squatted classy on Dayton's, is in some way a reenactment of that one-car parade rolling southbound from Alameda during the summer Dude, of 1964. That's awesome. I got the chills right there. Isn't that, that's, I mean... man, If your arm hair is not
1: sticking up... Goodness Dude. gracious. Go play Dear Mama again. Yeah. And to that. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's awesome. Isn't that – like,
0: that's, so that's really something. That's really That good. makes me – now, like, now every time I see one of those, I have something to smile about. Yeah. It's not just a cultural thing that I don't get anymore. Thank it's, you for sharing it's that. It's literally a symbol of, like – the civil rights act you know what uh-huh. i mean golly that's crazy that's so dude.
1: good man my next sidebar is not going to measure up to that at all because <laughs> i was going to talk about how it's on the soundtrack for money train okay. which is with wesley snipes and woody harrelson yeah and those are the same two guys yep. from white, white men, men can't jump yeah so me and rob are going to do our if you're going to pick a starting five yep. who's your starting five fictitional fictional yes. fict- fictitional, fictional F- fictitious fictitious. Yeah.
0: fake yes
1: um nba or you're not you're you're Starting five from movies and TV, from basketball and TV. And now,
0: are we saying like you can't pick Michael Jordan from Space Jam because he was playing Michael Jordan? I was going to ask rules
1: on that too. Can you still pick like Jesus Shuttlesworth, who was Ray Allen, but he was an NBA player, and like Penny and Shaq? Can you pick them from Blue Chips? Yes. Okay. Because they were
0: playing characters. Neon and Butch. Okay. Okay. I didn't know
1: if they would be allowed, so I figured my five around that. Yeah, I have a
0: couple of extras. I do too, in case we pick the same player. So we'll go
1: alternating fashion, just like a typical draft.
0: We'll go one by one. You want to start? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. First thought, I went straight to Neon Boudreau. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal good. from Blue, Blue Chips. Chips right? That's good, man. By the way, underrated basketball movie. I Absolutely. Think. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway
1: all and Shaq. All the, got some
0: language. It was so. great because all the basketball was real. Yes. Like it was really authentic. You uh-huh. know, it was college basketball players. Yep. So it was yeah, really solid. That's so good. Neon Boudreau, my number one pick.
1: Okay. In keeping with the Woody Harrelson theme, I want to start by picking a Woody Harrelson character. Okay. So I'm going to go Billy Hoyle from White Mink. <laughs> Can't jump. Okay. Not Sidney Dean, who okay. is Wesley Snipes. I was torn between him and Monix from Semi-Pro. That's the other oh. Woody Harrelson basketball character. But I'm going to go Billy Hoyle because I think you need a little street a little life, hustle? a little hustle yeah. on your team. So yeah. he's my
0: hustler. So okay. I'll go Billy Hoyle, number one pick. All right. Uh, my next pick could have been my number one, but okay. I wanted the big man in there first. Uh, my next pick is Scott Howard from Teen Wolf.
1: Okay. Oh, man. I had him. Down. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Take him. So Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox tur- turns
0: into a basketball-playing wolf uh, in one of my That's favorite so 80s
1: movies of all time. That's so good. So good. My second one was Shep from yeah. Above the Rim. Oh, yeah. I had him, too. Okay, cool. Yes. I, if those of y'all that haven't seen Above the Rim, it's got Regulator in yeah. it, which is awesome. Tupac's in it as Birdie. Leon Robinson. Y'all will know him from Cool runnings. Yep. And he's also in a Madonna video. Yeah. Like a prayer. Right. So there you go. You can tie it in musically. So in the, I just, my just wanna two. say this
0: because, because you might be tempted to choose a different character from a brother, like Birdie, yep. or somebody like that. But in the biggest moment in the movie, right, where it's basically life or death, Shep goes ten for ten from three. In jeans. In jeans in freaking in like, jeans. In corduroy jeans, Dude, right? Like yes. come on. Oh, that's so good. I that's love that my movie. Okay. okay, so I'll t- okay, so you take Shep. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go with Fletch. Okay. <laughs> Chase. <laughs> yes, jimmy chase awesome okay? in his lakers jersey yeah in his lakers jersey oh, in his awesome. dream right i mean think you might not, uh, you know okay that's kareem, great kareem abdul jabbar said i don't know what we would do without him right he's on the yeah. showtime lakers yeah magic kareem worthy, worthy. And, and they fletch. said we don't know what we would do that's without fletch great. dude had to be good
1: oh that's awesome i like that um my number three i'm gonna go this is probably popular hoosiers i'm gonna go jimmy chitwood jimmy, okay okay go. his name's Morris maris Interesting fact, the scene of him shooting there with Gene Hackman, there's a scene where he's like hitting all these shots. It's like tons in a row, and he doesn't miss. That was done in one take. He's like, I'm just going to focus on shooting. You just talk. I'm not going to listen to anything you say. Wow. He didn't even know what the dialogue was. He's like, I'm just going to sit out here and shoot. Yeah. Didn't miss. Jeez. So that's money, and that's then it goes so cool. a step further. So the end shot, I'm, here's a spoiler alert, those of who haven't seen Hoosiers. Yeah. This kid hits a shot at the end to win. Well, they've got a gym packed full of people, and they're like, we're going to do— One shot, whether he misses it or makes it, you guys storm the court because if we have everybody storm the court, it'll take forever to get everybody back in their seats. He's like, and then we'll just edit it in. They're like, so you got one shot, and he's like... Luckily, I made it. Wow! So he drains it. They, and they didn't have to do it. the cutaway. That is money. Oh, no cutaways. So give that, me
0: Jimmy Chitwood. Dang, he was clutch. Jimmy like, Chitwood. Real is life. Real life. That clutch. dude was clutch. Okay. There's also a thing uh, of uh, of I didn't pick this one, but of Tom Cruise when he's yeah, playing cocktail? basketball in Cocktail, yeah. and he's just draining shots like that was real. Yeah. he was just. I didn't even know he was Tom just Tom money was that day. I, yeah, who knew? Uh, okay, so I will take then my next one. Uh, give me Uncle Drew. Okay, Uncle, Uncle Drew. Drew. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen any
1: of those movies. I need to go watch yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I've seen the commercials, haven't seen the movie. Okay. Give me Uncle Drew. That's good.
1: Number four, I'm going to go Steve Urkel, <laughs> Jaleel White. <laughs> so there's this classic scene in Family Matters where they're, they have a team of five. Don't ask me why you have a team of five and mm. you form a team a high school team, Yeah, one of their five gets injured. So they're like, we're going to have to forfeit the game. And Urkel's like, put me in, coach. I can play. And this whole anything is possible thing. Oh, man. So oh, it was full full disclosure, I was like looking this up. I watched that whole episode. <laughs> I wasted 27 <laughs> minutes of my life because oh.
0: it's so good. Oh, oh man. man. He was like the the forerunner of Kevin Garnett, right? right? Anything is possible. Yeah,
1: anything is possible. And then he's like. Laura has the cheerleader, is like, anything is possible, Steve, you're right. And he's like, will you marry me? And she's like, accept that.
0: <laughs> so there you go. Is that the one? That's not the one where she's, she gets on the cheerleading yes. squad and, she's do ex- ya, do ya, yeah, yeah. do ya, do ya. You got your, you wow. got your, yeah, that's now it. Now hush. You, you don't, don't want, want none of us. Of us. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. yeah,
1: there you go. We just Woo. got straight Laura Winslow up in Boy. here. Boy. That was awesome. Y'all didn't know that we were. <laughs> we <laughs> rolled, deep with, we rolled deep with Family Matters. Family Matters. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. On. So that's my four. Okay, who's your fifth? Uh, you got a fifth right, one? Yeah,
0: my fifth. Uh, all right. If I can't have Shep, if my fifth, I'm gonna take the Monstars from Space Jam. Okay, give me the go. Monstars. That's, that's that's my. The, that's I've your... got Shaq in the middle. He's gonna score points. Uh-huh. I'm gonna let him score on the inside, and then I'm gonna take the Monstars for enforcement. Okay, they're gonna be you my Bill and Beer. You have taken Lola
1: Bunny. She had the second most points. Uh, maybe so. Uh, I don't know.
0: Maybe so. Even but uh, they,
1: I just need. Some, I want some. Toughness. Even Jordan said they didn't use her enough in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my number five, then I guess if we're keeping with that kind of theme, um, I'm gonna go Air Bud. <laughs> You gotta even though he's just playing twelve year olds, man, man. You gotta have an animal on your team. <laughs> Give me Air Bud.
0: That's right. To so wrap it up, he would go. He would go one on one with Scott Howard from Team. <laughs> that's right. They that's would, who they match like, up against. Man to man coverage. Man there. to match.
1: So we got Shep against Shack or Shep against Neon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whose team would win, but darn it, we would have a lot of fun. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun. Let We coach both true. of those teams. That's yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Good job.
0: Exactly. Uh, you got any covers on this song before I, we I move on? I
1: have a couple covers. Punk goes crunk. Um, there's, uh, the band called the Secret Handshake. I don't know if you know them. They're a punk band. Uh, they do a cover of this. I mean, wow. that Punk Goes Crunk album is pretty cool. It's, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, I like, uh, I like punk music, so not as much as my wife, but it's, uh, there's some bands on there you would know.
0: Well, we might as well listen to it. Let's listen, it listen to Punk, goes, punk, punk goes, crunk. goes Crunk. Here's Punk Goes Secret a Handshake. By the Secret Handshake.
2: Wish I wish it was a little bit taller, I wish it was a baller, I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six 64 Impala. Wish I wish it was a little bit taller, Not wish it was good, a baller, wish I had a girl who look good. Let me I hear the beat kick in. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a 64 Impala. Wish I wish it was a little bit taller, wish it was a baller,
0: wish I had a girl who looked good. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, I want to hear the verse, I want to hear it. Is this all baller. the beat does? It's cheap. Wish I was a little bit taller, I wish it was a baller, wish I had a girl who looked good, I would
2: call Keep saying Right. <laughs> I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-foot impala. It... I wish I was a six-foot-nine so I could get with Leoshi because she don't I mean, know it's me, but... It's... It's no, I so didn't say so the track. I said well. the I album in general. Tunes. I can scheme a way to make her mine. Because I know she's living fat and her boyfriend's all and he plays balls. So Ew,
0: because I... I know she's living fat. Eh. Uh, like, I wish I was like six-foot-nine. Eh. Ew. I hate that. I don't like that quality in in punk vocalists Okay, anyway. Okay. That's sort of like... I don't like it. And so I don't mind to it. hear it so plainly pronounced there really <laughs> bothered me. And then uh, Scott and Gilbert, did you look up theirs? No.
1: These are just two guys that uh, it's a guy, it, this is us. Like okay. In high school okay. It's a dude with a ukulele And these two dudes Okay L- Look up Scott and Gilbert You probably have to go YouTube on it I would All think
2: right. I take the 110 To the 105 Get off on of Crenshaw Tell my homies Look alive Cause it's hard to survive When you're living In a concrete jungle And these girls Keep passing me by She looks fly She looks fly Make me say My, my, my I was a little bit I wish, I was a I wish
0: I had a girl who good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a, hat with a, cat and a All right, okay. I can yeah, I, I mean, I, for I,
1: what it is, yes. Okay, I'm with it. Um, <laughs> sort of. That's a, <laughs> I don't have uh, any more covers,
0: but you have a cover? I have yeah, I have one more. I want to stay uh, on the cover section. Sort if of you... an interpolation on okay. a cover, okay. This is uh Kevin Hart. Uh, with okay. ice cube okay. for the movie ride along
2: hello i wish it was a little bit taller i wish it was a baller i wish a could throw it down like Andre Eagle i to equal dollar wish a good play in the nba cuz they you at the clown holler I wish I could reach the top shelf so I could teach Colby to not see me as a Christmas elf. I just need a two. Then LeBron, it is on, and I'm coming for you. These guys are living fat. They're frequently tall, and they play ball. So how am I going to compete with that? I need this. Yeah, Kevin Hart's the
1: right guy to do that song. He really is. He's perfect for that. I don't like Kevin Hart, but he's he's the man to do that.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: The, uh, have you heard Cher Lloyd's song, I Wish? She's a uh, okay. popular female. It's not the same song, it's yeah. a completely different song, but right. she does it from like a female's perspective, yep. like in modern day. Um, so she's got that. My favorite I Wish song, though, Stevie Wonder, completely different song. Oh. You'll, you'll know this song. Go to like Minute 102. It's on Songs of Kia Life. Great song. This has nothing to do with the song that we're covering, other than it's called I Wish. Yeah. And I just really want to hear this chorus because it's good
2: find your best to bring the water to your eyes thinking it might stop her from whipping your behind i miss those days good. come back once more why did those days yeah,
0: have to go. yeah. Those days. that's so running right your 64 impala That'll then a, and that yeah and that's got the that's got the same kind of uh, feel as far as just feel good uh-huh. as this, yeah. even though it's about getting your behind whooped. Yeah. It's got the same sort of like you leave smiling. Yep. I got my behind whooped, but I'm okay. But I'm happy I, about it. Yeah, this yep. groove has really got me there. That's, good. that's a great way. To, that's a great way to end the session here. Um, and it's been a fun episode. It's been good. Is the, the Civil Rights Act Thing is really what put this episode Man, over so the top good. for me, as far as just research wise. You know, yeah, sometimes that's... there's a sometimes research is hard to come by, and you have to really dig. Uh, and sometimes it's not as fruitful as you want it to be. But like this one, there was we had an episode in I think it was season one that we did. When did you fall by Chris Rice? Yeah, uh, and there was like no research to be had. Mm-hmm. Right, it was just there was nothing on that song to be found. And this is kind of like that. Like the the articles on it are really short, so I, I dug deep and kind of found some interviews with Kilo for some stuff and whatever. And then got into this thing on the Paula and that really made the whole that's thing so like, good, come man. alive, you know. I was really glad. I kind of wish we, we would have that. dropped
1: this one in February in
0: Black History Month because yeah, that, that would have been a good yeah. man, but that was that was money. Good yeah. find, Rob. So uh, thanks for listening to the show. Thank you guys. Come and find us on social media at Twitter on Great Song Pod at Great Song Pod on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Facebook uh, group called Great Songs and the Great People Who Love Them Greatly, or you can just go to Facebook.com slash groups slash great song pod and we'll be right there. And let us
1: know if we left somebody off the starting five. I mean, you can shoot us your starting five shoot if us it's your... different. We know Jackie Moon probably been thrown in there. Jim Halpert from The Office, another popular one. So yeah. if there's somebody we
0: left off of your starting five, shoot it at us and let us know why. Absolutely. And also, real quick, this came from the Facebook group, so I want to give it a shout out here. Shout out to Ross Green, uh, fan of the show, listener who told me to check out the board game, card game called Mixtape. This is a free advertisement, but you know what? If I can, if we can k- get with these guys, I think it would really work. But uh, Ross told me go find this card game called Mixtape, and it's it's where uh, the cards have like scenarios on them, and everybody around the table uses their phone or whatever to play a song that fits that scenario, and you get points from it that way. So fun i went out and got it and got to play it recently with some friends over at my house so much fun we laughed so hard we played it until way late into the night it's got and it's got endless possibilities it always be fun so ross thank you so much for that suggestion uh we i took it and we played it and we stinking loved it so if you got stuff like that hit us up on the facebook group and let us know hit us up on twitter and let us know uh, thank you guys so much for being so supportive of the show. We've heard a lot of you recently who've been very vocal about. I found the show and now I love it. I discovered it and now I'm telling other people about it. Like season so three much. has been the season of
1: stories. Like yeah. I've gotten so many stories about this. So thanks. Seriously, we say thanks. We mean it. it- Anytime y'all talk to us about it, it makes our day. Even if it's something that you don't like. Totally. That's still a
0: conversation. Absolutely. We love it. So. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, we're closing out season three very, very soon. Got a couple episodes left to go, but we're really drawing to a close here. Uh, we got stuff planned well into the future. We're not going anywhere, uh, but uh, season three is coming to a close. So we will see you next week. But until then, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.